Hello and welcome to the Sport for Business podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hartnett, and today we are diving into a real passion of ours, the promotion of women in sport. Our coverage in this area is in partnership with our good friends at Lidl, who have been strong backers of women's sport in general, and ladies Gaelic football in particular, for what is now approaching a decade. Today's guest is a pretty special woman. Rashida Adelecki won the 100m and 200m double at the European Under-20 Championships in 2021. She is the holder of six Irish national records, and this summer she won gold not once, but twice at the National Collegiate Championship Finals in the United States. She has now chosen to turn professional and is focused on this weekend's Irish National Championships at Morton Stadium, then the Worlds in Budapest, and one year from now, the Olympic Games in Paris. She has signed a pro deal with Nike and is also a brand ambassador with Allianz, also great friends of ours at Sport for Business and partners of the Olympic Federation of Ireland. We sat down with Rashida in Dublin on a rare enough visit back these days and we kicked off the conversation by asking how the first weeks of a professional life have been. Um, yeah, it's been good, you know, doesn't really feel like um, it feel, like feels the same honestly yeah. as like being for collegiate like there hasn't been like a, much of a shock because like I feel like most things kind of like, settle in like after the season and we get back into your routines and stuff so it's been pretty pretty chill. Why have you chosen to go professional now? I had one more year to run for well actually I had two more years of eligibility. Um, but I just felt like it would have made more sense to be able to kind of build my own schedule for next year based, based around the Olympics. So it was a really good opportunity to just go now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what have you learned from the first couple of races that you've had as a professional? Nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like when I'm around, I usually just kind of like focus on myself because, like, you know, I know, I know it's probably easy to get distracted by like seeing the big names and stuff, but at the end of the day, like, we're all athletes who compete against each other, we're all pretty much on the same like playing field. So I just try to kind of not get too distracted by like the big names. How does it feel to be part of what's a, a core group of really strong female athletes coming out of Ireland at the moment? It's amazing because, like, it's just really good, it's a really great time to be um, an athlete on the global stage because like it's amazing even just going to the Diamond League and you see the likes of like Sarah Lavin and like Karen McGee and like those fellow Irish people who are also there competing and like they're really nice global stages so it's amazing that everyone is just really out here you know creating kind of like a name for ourselves and just showing that like we're here to compete and we can really be competitive with like the big stages so what would you say to somebody, a young girl who is watching you on the television or maybe at the track this weekend and decides that she wants to become a sports person? I'd always say like go for it because like even like aside from like the like physical aspects and the physical benefits, like I feel like sport has provided me with so much more than that. Like it, like some of my best friends are all athletes and like just to have something to do aside from like your school and regular life, just kind of take your mind off like some of the stuff that you deal with. And it's just a really, really good experience. It's really, it's something like kind of like life changing. Do you know what I mean? It changed the way you look at things. So I definitely advise like all young people to get into sports, like especially young girls and like to stay in it. Like, and not just be focused on, you know, succeeding and like the competitive part, but like it has so much more to offer. Were you always into sport? Yeah, I've always been like really like sporty growing up. Like I did like, probably did like maybe like six different sports growing up. And 
like if it wasn't athletics, I'd probably be in a different sport right now. Yeah. What were the other sports? Um, I done badminton. Um, I done gay football, karate, um, volleyball, spike ball, football, and basketball. Did I say basketball already? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plenty so. in there. And what age were you when you realised that athletics was going to be the one that you needed to focus on? I was about fourteen when I decided to stick to athletics. I was probably still doing basketball at the time, but I knew that like athletics was going to be my like main sport. And when I was fifteen, I think that's when I kind of stopped doing all the other sports and I focused on just athletics. Okay. And leaving the University of Texas, like obviously when you were training for the NCAAs, the, you know, the, the the setup around you, the coaching support, the logistics, everything else, it's a big step to actually step out of that environment to being on your own. So did you think about that a long time in advance or did you just sort of, you know, or did, or did you have your own personal kind of setup that you were going to step into anyway? Um, that was definitely something I considered making my decision, but I feel like the fact that the setup would be pretty much the same. Like I'll still be able to use like our facilities, the track. I'll still be coached by the same coach. I'm still attending school at Texas, so like most things will most likely stay the same. There might be one or two differences here, but um, I feel like that helped me make my decision. That helped me make my decision easier, knowing that like I still have a lot of the support that I use now. And you're going to ca- carry on with the studies over the course of that? Have you got one or two more years left to go in the study? I have one more year of studying left, yeah. Okay, so that's going to be, so you're going to be studying for your finals at the same time as preparing for the Olympics. Yes. <laughs> You've had such a great degree of success so young in life. Does the pressure ever get to you? And who do you turn to when it does? Um, you know, I just... I probably just talk to my friends, honestly, like, because as I said, I have my friends are athletes, and you know they go through the same things, and it's kind of just reassure, help reassure me that like, oh yeah, you know we all go through this, it's just part of it, and they kind of help me remember things that I said to them, because you know when they had a bad day, like remember you said this to me, I was like, take your own advice, yeah, kind of. So yeah, that's definitely one of the things that um that helps me kind of just like see past all the stress and stuff. It's good to have that kind of support network. Is there any particular advice they've given you that stands out in your mind? Like with athletics, it would be like, you're not as important as you think you are. <laughs> Even though it sounds awful, but like I feel like a lot of people are pressurized because of the expectations of other people. But the thing is that like people expect things of you because they you know, hold you to a certain regard and you think you can achieve these things. So that's why the pressure is there. And at the end of the day, don't if you don't achieve these things, like people move on. Like people have their own lives to live. And like, it's not like they're going to be thinking about you every second of the day. Like, oh my God, she didn't win. Oh my God, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? People, people are that obsessed with you. Do you know what I mean? So like, just have short term memory. And like, if something doesn't go well, move on. And if something does go well, like it's like, like enjoy the moment and like then like look forward to like what's next. So, yeah. How does the giving up on the eligibility, how does that impact on 
anything else to do with your life around college. So you were part of the 4x100 team that was, that was part of it. You won't be part of that anymore. So even though you'd be training alongside some of those runners, you're not a team member anymore. Have you given much thought to how, how that's going to impact the way that you live your life as opposed to how you actually sort of run on the track? Yeah, that's kind of sad, to be honest. <laughs> um, like, being a part of a team, like, you were running for so much more than yourself, do you know what I mean? But I feel like that's still the case, though, because, like, when I run for, like, Ireland and stuff, like, like, I'm running for so much more than myself. Like, I'm trying to, like, represent, like, my country and make my country proud and my family and my friends. I'm always running for more than myself, and I always have, I'm always, like, thinking about more than myself when I'm stepping on the line, trying to, like, just do my best and make people proud and stuff so that's always the case and I feel like like now that like I'm a Nike athlete like that's also like a kind of family do you know what I mean like you know you want to represent your brand like or like with Allianz as well like there's like so much more to it than just like me so like I feel like it's always always a team kind of surrounding me and like even though like I will be still be training with them I still see them as my team, like my friends in college that were in college and like my teammates, I still see them as a team. And like I'll be like a volunteer coach for Texas. So like I'm still gonna like support the team, I'm still gonna be at their competitions with them and stuff and making sure like they're okay and they're succeeding. So I'll still feel like I'll be a bit integrated in that team aspect. Okay. You mentioned it, we when you signed up with Allianz to become an ambassador, you were still college athletes, mm-hmm. lots of different regulations around the around that. When you when you signed up with Nike, you kind of get the feeling that Nike is going to be a supercharged sort of a, a brand ambassadorship. Was it very different in terms of the photography that they did, in terms of the just the sheer noise and space around becoming a, a signed up athlete to Nike? Yeah, I feel like when it comes to like Nike people, I feel like Nike is also like the head of like the sporting world when it comes to like um, apparel and shoes and stuff like that. So I feel like when people found out that I like signed with Nike, like they, I feel like they kind of understood where athletics is or like where I am as an athlete. Like, cause you can, not everyone can be signed to Nike. I feel like, so I feel like maybe people respected me more or respected like my level of competition more and stuff. And yeah, I feel like just a whole different ball game. Cause like, they can really help me like kind of push my brand out there. So like they know that I'm not just an athlete. So like they kind of help me push my criteria out there, like with my like fashion, like modeling or like all the other interests that I have. And like that's also their goal, like trying to help me push those objectives and those interests out there too. And did you have much of a say over that kind of the creative process around it? Like it was, it was striking that they used green and white for it, for the for the, the main colour palette on the on the gear that they were putting you into, which obviously plays to Ireland, obviously plays to your Nigerian heritage mm-hmm. as well. Was that your choice, or was that something that they said, "This is what you're going to be photographed in"? Oh no, that's just the uniform for like everyone. Okay. So like each year, like they have like a uniform and like they like design it each year and that was just like the colours of this year's uniform so it's just a coincidence cool <laughs> yeah pretty good coincidence yeah pretty good coincidence. yeah mm-hmm. um and you've got we, we've got the we've got this big world cup football game coming up next mm-hmm. week when ireland are going to be going up against nigeria possibly for a place oh, well, in the yeah. next round how does your family sort of view that in terms of their own shared identity between the two countries um i don't think they actually know 
that year. Okay. <laughs> I know there, there was like the game against Australia and um, I was like oh like really like interested in watching that and stuff but um, now it would be cool to see that you know I'd be probably supporting both honestly. I'm not like I, I'd slightly um, be a bit biased because I obviously know some of the Irish players so that might be a little bit biased but um, no like it's going to be an amazing game to watch regardless so yeah. Cool. You could be a winner both ways. Yeah. <laughs> and is part of the plan that you're going to carry on this buzz that there is around women's sport at the moment all the way through to Paris next year? No, exactly. Um, I just absolutely love how women's sports get attention because I know some of like sports that are very like male dominated, like football, it's easy to be overshadowed by like you know, or like even like rugby and stuff. Like it's easy to be overshadowed. But I love the amount of attention that the females and um, football team is getting because they definitely deserve it like they've made it to the world cup do you know what i mean like that's a phenomenal achievement and um just women's sports in general i feel like it's being better like more in ireland but even like in a global aspect like i know even with nike when they were telling me about the athletes that they were wanting to sign like they're moving towards more women so they have like 60 percent women and only 40 percent are 30% male and 70% women. So, like, I feel like the way the world is going now, like, there's a lot of more focus on, like, women's sports. And that's really great, especially after, like, the previous years when women wouldn't really get the recognition that they deserved. So, yeah. And even, like, with Allianz, like, um, like it's me and Ellen. So, like, we're, like, two women who are, like, competing on a really, like, high level. So it's amazing to see, like, we're all being supported and we're all being able to, like, pursue our dreams. So, have you spoken much to Ellen as part of that partnership? She's... Um, yeah, yeah, we like we do like a shoot together and stuff. And like like when I was like even like signing, like she like advised me and she was like, no, yeah, like the team's great and stuff. So like yeah, all like 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 and I knew Ellen before because we used to train at the institute together. So um yeah, like like we used to talk all the time. So yeah. <laughs> and of course she made it. She was at four Paralympic Games before hitting gold. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lifetime yeah. in athletic performance. So she started obviously when she was 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. But does that sort of, does that sense everything, everything that, that you're working towards now from nationals to worlds to Olympic Games, everything is immediate. Do you feel that sort of sense that you kind of have to do it now because tomorrow you might have an injury or anything else? Or do, or do you not think along those lines? Um, I feel like I have to do it now because... I want it today and I want it tomorrow as well. <laughs> so, like, I want to win today and I want to keep winning. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like I want it and I have to do it now. But um, it's not more so because, oh, I need to win Worlds now in case I get injured next year. No, it's not really like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I want to win this and I want to win next year. I just want to be able to, like, achieve as many accolades as I can before time runs out. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to be running forever. So I want to just do my best to achieve as much as I can while I'm still able to run. Is there somebody on the track that has done that, that you kind of look to and think, I want to be them in... Probably like Shawnee Miller, Weebo. She does the 400. But she's like very dominant. Like whenever like she'd go into a world championship or Olympics, like all eyes were on her. Because like she was like kind of like untouchable in the event. And like that's kind of like what inspired me. Like she's multiple world champion, Olympic champion. Like she's pretty much, she has it all. Like she even like the underage, like she won world under 20s, world under 18. Like she's been around and she's been dominant ever since she was young. So that's definitely someone that like I aspire to be like.
it feels as though you're not there just to take part, that winning is important to you, is it? I feel like once you start like winning medals and like once you get to that level of competition where like you're consistent with like winning and stuff, that's automatically gonna happen. And I feel like it just comes with it and it can be like additional pressure and stuff, but I feel like that's what comes with like competing at that level and that standard. So like it's just something I have to be prepared for. And can you tell us what else matters to you outside of obviously the athletics and the winning? At the end of the day, I want to be able to show that I'm like more than just an athlete, so I can have other interests and stuff, and kind of integrate them with sports. And I feel like that will also create more visibility to like, and it'll be more attractive to people who actually don't do sports. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're in a race, and like I like to like you know have my hair done and like my makeup and stuff done when like, I'm running, so like, um, it can also it's like it obviously look would feel good, but like. People could be like, oh, wow, like, I like how she did her hair. Let me do her hair deal. So, like, stuff like that. Kind of just integrating different interests. And people, it can also, like, attract people from different walks of life that aren't necessarily athletic fans. But they see, like, even, like, with Shakari Richardson, like, the nails, the hair. Like, I don't know if you watched that US trial. Like, she took her wig off. Did anybody see that? Yes. Like, and, like, that would be posted on, like, something like the Shade Room that has, like, I don't know, like, 200 million followers or something like that. And those are people who don't actually watch athletics, but now they're interested in athletics because, wow, like, athletics has more to offer than just running around the track. Like, you have girls who are here, like, their hair was done, their makeup was done, like, their nails are so beautiful or whatever. And, like, you have, like, people who are out here showing their personalities and stuff. So I feel like it's important to do more than just run, but, like, show different aspects of your life while you do your craft. Do you know You have a great personality. Um, <laughs> it looks as though, it seems as though you wear all of this expectation, all of this sort of, you know, the gifts that you've been given very lightly. Do you worry about anything or do you just go to bed at night, fall asleep, wake up the next morning, go do it again? I do worry, you know, like sometimes things aren't going to go your way and those are things that I worry about sometimes. But at the end of the day, I always try to remember my, remind myself that like I'm so blessed to even have the opportunities that I have and like it's so easy to stress about the little things and like stress about if something isn't going exactly how you want it to go and like those are something to worry about like even like before a race or like before like even just now like the things that I'm worried about would be like um I don't know like oh I have a session tomorrow what time am I going to do my session because I have to meet this person I have to do this so how am I going to get this done like just things like that mm. and at the end of the day like I feel like you just need to get it organized and just like let it be instead of like trying to stress about all the little things that makes sense i don't know (laughs) yeah it does thanks well rashida really is a class act it was a pleasure to speak to her she was talking to us as part of her brand ambassadorship with alliance which is part of their relationship with team ireland and the olympic federation of ireland This podcast has been brought to you with the support of Lidl, who support all of the work that we do in relation to women in sport. You can find out more about what we do in the space where sport and business come together at sportforbusiness.com. And join us every Tuesday and Thursday for our latest podcast across a range of issues from leadership and social good 
to sponsorship, women in sport, technology, and so much more. You can subscribe to these wherever you get your podcasts with one single click. And it would be great to have you join our leading community of sports business professionals. Have a great rest of your day.